What's up, guys? Just getting uh, warmed up here. Morning, Mint Show. We'll get started here in about four or five minutes. Thanks for uh, for jumping in. What's up, Koopy? How's it going? Good, how are you? No, I'm good, man. I'm good. Just uh, recover, recovering from a bit of a flu, but other than that, doing well. Did you uh, get tested for COVID to see if it was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not that. It's just like some random flu, so we're all good. Yeah. Well, I heard COVID's easier than the flu now, so. <laughs> Wait, who knows? But yeah, hopefully, just keep drinking those fluids. You'll you'll be better in no time. Oh yeah, you know what's a cure? This is for this is some real alpha for anyone in the chat right now. Okay, non NFT related alpha. A hot cup of tea. Use honey instead of milk and a slice of lemon. There you go. You're sorted. Oh, a lemon, huh? Wow. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the honey. I do the honey and the tea and the honey and the coffee. 
Although I've just Honey been drinking coffee. black coffee, black coffee and uh, butter these days. Hello. Dude, hey, how's it going? Up. Yeah, good. How are you? Good, good, good. Thanks for jumping up. No problem. All right, guys. Uh, we'll get rolling here in a minute or two. This is the Morning Mint Show. I am moon roving. We've got Koopy, um, our partner in crime on the show. We've been doing these shows since October. Probably getting closer to 600 shows, or 600 projects being on the show the last, I guess, five or six months. Um, super excited about uh, who we've got on today. We've also got uh, two great sponsors. We've got DG Labs. Uh, they're actually going to be minting one of their offerings uh, on May 5th, the integrated uh, intergalactic uh, pandas, uh, which will be, what is it, the second, so three days from now. Uh, but they're a pretty lit project focused on building an awesome brand in the Web3 space, also an art studio, and uh, really focused on kind of bridging the gap between uh, the physical and the digital worlds of art. Uh, there'll be exhibitions, auctions around art and all that stuff. And they'll be on the show today, so they'll give us a further run through. <clears throat> and I'll learn more about their story as well uh, as we dig in with them. And then Laddercaster uh, is the Men of the Week. They're minting on the 6th, a pretty lit uh, Web3 gaming experience, uh, 100% on the blockchain. Uh, they've got, um, I guess, four days to mint. But... Um, you know they've they've been at four they've been at nine hacker houses so pretty well connected I think a lot of people know who they are and uh, yeah check those guys out as well so they'll be uh, minting in a couple of days uh, as far as guests go we've got uh, five lit projects that are on the show today we got the stone frogs we got seat labs who's already up here we've got the uh, the block asset guys so excited to have them back uh, and hanging out with us today we've also got soul spot. Uh, and uh, DG Labs, who's also our sponsor, but also a guest today on the show as well. So before we get rolling, uh, just a reminder of kind of how these things run. We'll go around the horn, introduce uh, all five projects, give them you know one to three minutes to kind of just give us a, a high-level uh, intro on what they're doing, uh, some of the key differentiators of the project, maybe some bits about the team, and then we'll circle back and go uh, deeper with each of them, hopefully over the next 90 minutes. If, uh, if you've got questions or comments uh, and you're in the crowd, feel free to request the mic. Probably won't uh, hit those questions until mid- midway through, um, but you know, definitely not during the intros. If you've got a question for a project that's up and we're going deep with, uh, that's probably the best time to request the mic. It gets a little bit difficult when we're talking to a project on their project, and then questions come up on something that's you know, uh, from the other panelists, which is fine. We can do it, but just gets a little more unorganized that way. Uh, Koopy, anything uh, in your world you want to share before we uh, get hopping? I mean, uh, I think I'm I, myself personally. I missed the last two shows. I wasn't able to come and speak just because I was running, running around uh, doing some IRL stuff. But a trader f- uh, filled in on my side, and um, I was listening in. That those shows were pretty sick. Uh, so, really, to be honest, I'm just excited to get going here and listen to what everyone's. Um, everyone's building and creating today ask some questions some great lineup it's a great lineup today actually yeah it really is yeah i think we've got everybody up here um before we get rolling i know gus has requested to speak is gus with any of the projects anybody know hey guys what's up yeah gus gus is with us okay cool i'll pull him up all right so like i said we've got uh stone frog seat labs block asset soul spot and the do the DG um, or I guess Dope Gallery Labs is their their brand, but they go by DG Labs. So we'll just start at the top. We'll go through and just go Stone Frogs and, and on down. So yeah, guys, thanks for coming on the show. 
super grateful to have you. Uh, let's have some fun and let's get uh, rolling. And, and by the way, this is recorded. So uh, this will be up on Twitter and then I'll put it on the podcast as well, but Twitter at least for the next 30 days. But um, Stone Frogs, over to you guys. Thanks for, for hopping up. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. It's a pleasure. Nice to meet you guys. Yeah, good to meet you as well. So yeah, give us a quick intro. Yeah, so uh, first of all, we're, like, we're so happy of the journey. Uh, we're so uh, excited for what's coming. It's been great. The community we have has been so supportive, has been so amazing. Uh, I'm so happy uh, of everything we've achieved until now. Um, we're working on uh, updating the utilities we have. For the people that don't know, we're, uh, the Stone Frogs is a collective of 8,400 NFTs that, uh, that aims to take over the cannabis industry and to join the fight for the legalization of cannabis. So, uh, like, our mint is 10 days old, maybe, until today. And uh, we, uh, we are having our mystery box in 14 days, which will include $120,000 worth of prizes. Our game will launch in approximately four months. We're a bit sad like that, okay, it's taking, it takes a lot of time for the game to launch, but uh, this is how it usually like, uh, is. Uh, these things take time. Uh, we will have our uh, seed token ready most probably this week, and we're proud of what we achieved with the token. And uh, our online store, which will include CBD merch, T-shirts, bongs, grinders, rolling papers, everything related to cannabis products uh, will be out also very soon, like within, uh, we're hoping to achieve it within the 10 days. And uh, like um, some profits, um, pro 40% of profits fro from, from the merch will go to holders. 5% uh, of profits from the game will go to holders. Uh, staking, uh, of course, the profits from staking will go to the holders. And uh, on the long run, we will be having our own cannabis farm and our own cannabis dispensary in Europe. We're, we're going to start in Europe. And then we plan to expand worldwide and globalize ourselves as a brand. But this is, of course, a long-term vision, a long-term goal. Uh, also, profits from the coffee shop, from the cannabis dispensary, will be going to our uh, holders as well, depending on how many frogs they have. So, uh, yeah, like uh, we have a long-term vision. We have a long-term goal. We're working on all of them. Uh, this is a long-term project. Things take time. But, uh, like, we will do it. We will achieve everything. All right, guys. Thanks for uh, the quick intro. And where are you based out of? Uh, we're, like, uh, the, the, we're the, the founders are Lebanese. We're Lebanese. But our strength is in Europe, so we're focusing to build in Europe. We have options now, which are Spain, Malta. Uh, Germany will be legal soon. So uh, for the moment, we're thinking of Malta. To, uh, to be based, like, our own, the first dispensary we have will be in Malta. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Cool. Yeah, depending to, on the legalities. Malta. I've been to Malta, Mallorca, all that. Yeah, how, how do you, what do you think about it? Long time ago. Place, yeah. It was, like, uh, 15, uh, 12 years ago. Yeah, it's a good place for sure. So, the whole Mediterranean good area island. is pretty sweet. Exactly. All right, guys. Yeah, thanks for coming up. We'll keep rolling through. Um, if you, we'll, we'll go back if you allow me. For you. Yeah, sorry, if you allow me just to add to that, to what Arky said. Um, yeah, guys, go ahead. 
Yeah, um, it won't take long, just 30 seconds. <laughs> so we're also working on building our, our DAO. And I think we, we did something amazing the past week, like right after uh, Mint, we started building our DAO and, uh, and getting the, the right team in order to give benefits to the holders as soon as we, we minted. And we're now like 100% ready. We have the team ready. Everyone is ready. And we we got like some some crazy stuff to to the holders, like helping them with early projects, alpha analysis, um, you know, whitelist bots. We got all of this in in like four days, and now we're ready, and and the DAO is ready. So this was also some of the things where we've been working on the past few days. That's awesome. Um, do you have someone spearheading the DAO quite yet? Is there someone that's kind of representing the, the DAO? Um, it's it's me. So I'm is I'm it- heading. Yeah, I'm heading the DAO, and I've I've been interviewing people for the last four days in order to add, you know, um, to add to all the positions we have. Well, DM me off uh, offline, and I've been heading up some of the top DAOs in the in the business for a unique industry and um, unique uh, kind of strategic relationship business opportunity. So right, for perfect, I will. You need it's pretty I cool. Will. I think you'll like it. It'll help you guys drive revenue and um, create a better experience for everybody that's part of the DAO. So. Yeah, thank you so much for the support. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, thanks. Cool. Don't let me forget. Um, awesome. Gus, thanks for, for coming up. All right, let's keep rolling. So we got Seat Labs next. Seat Labs, thanks for uh, for joining the show. Uh, uh, thanks for having us. Three and let us know uh, what you guys are all about. Yeah, so we're building a NFT event ticketing marketplace. So basically, artists, event organizers can go on, mint NFTs, which will all be tickets, And then, as you know, NFTs work. Every time a ticket is resold, the artist will get paid royalties, you know. So similar to how traditional NFTs work, um, every time a fan goes buy tickets, they don't need them. It gets resold directly on the marketplace and they'll get whatever royalties they assign, 10%, 20% or whatever. Um, So, yeah, that's what we're building. We're allowing any artist to go on, easily mint the tickets and list them. Anyone can then resell them really easily. Um, And, yeah, so got a lot in the pipeline. Uh, We're building our own dedicated Seat Lab wallet. So this is to stop off-chain activity because, as you know, at the minute, I could send you an NFT and then you could send me cash or crypto. So we're making sure every sale stays on-chain. This is why we're building a wallet. Uh, we're also releasing our token. Uh, with our token, there's going to be loads of utility. So if you hold our token, you'll get a percentage of every platform fee. So we charge 5% per transaction, but 25 of that will get distributed back to our Seatcoin holders. And there'll also be a reward section. Um, we're working with big names and partners. So if you hold X amount of our token, you'll be entitled to several rewards and that kind of thing. So we're building the marketplace and the reward center along with our token and a ticketing wallet. Um, so, yeah, that's what we're doing. Uh, the secondary ticket markets, a $10 billion problem waiting to be solved. I'm sure you're all annoyed with ticket touts and scalpers and bots um, that plague the ticketing market. So that's what we're trying to battle. We, we run a traditional ticketing software, Seat Lab. Um, so we've been in the industry for over five years. And now we're, we're slowly getting into Web3. Um, we just feel like it's a huge opportunity to capitalize on these problems. Um, so, yeah, we picked NIA 
uh, as the blockchain of choice. We do love Solana, but we pick Near because we like their how they've done their sharding design. Feel like it's really scalable. Transactions are super cheap um, and obviously very quick. Um, and it just allows people to, you know, mint the tickets uh, cheap and people to buy the tickets cheap because obviously with Ethereum, it's, it's just not possible. Um, so, yeah, that's what we're doing. And we're looking to launch around sort of July, August time this year. So all systems go really, really excited to, you know, be part of Web3 finally and, and, and get building something innovative. So you said you're on Nier, not Solana, is that correct? No, we're on Nier. Uh, we were originally looking to go to Solana, but uh, we ended up going with Nia just because we like the sort of the charding design. But, you know, we do love Solana as well. I think we, we may look at doing, you know, cross chain, but at the moment we're just sort of solely focusing on Nia, really. Okay. And just uh, clarifying for everyone in the room, most projects we have on here are, are, are Solana based projects, but we also yeah. have uh, Ethereum. And I think this may be our first Nier project, to be honest, uh, our second. Yeah. Uh, totally I mean, cool. I'm not, not against them. Just wanted. To <laughs> yeah, I do feel like I'm sort of, uh, sort of, um, what's the word like on the slide, sort of backstabbing you because I know you're also like love sort of the Solana chain, and we were on like okay. a Luna podcast the other day as well. But we're we're not chain maxis in in any you know um, spectrum. Well, yeah, I was like 99 percent gonna admit. Now I'm like 55 uh, percent just because I haven't <laughs> done any near projects yet, so I got to figure all that crap out. But I will say, yeah. that, you know, uh, there are a ton of issues, and we'll talk about this with like Ticketmaster and just uh, StubHub and verifying uh, ownership and that these tickets are right and so on and so forth. So yeah, and another I think thing with like the QR codes, that's been kind of fixed to some extent. But I know there's still a lot of fake stuff that's out there. So if it's on the blockchain, it's a verified yeah. offering, whether it's on ME or uh, maybe not Magic Eden because it's near. But um, if it's on like a, a an exchange that verifies the offering, then you know you're pretty protected. Yeah, and I think a, a cool thing about NFT tickets as well. Say if you know, um, like you were like a new band. Say say like Ed Sheeran, for example, like his first ever gigs. If they were NFT tickets, and like his first ever show was like a hundred people went, and now he's obviously selling selling out shows with fifty, sixty thousand people. But because he knows who owns them original hundred tickets or did own them a hundred uh, original hundred, he could then say, okay. All of you, like OGs, for example, get VIP to this show, you know, because everything's on chain. You can see all the wallets that hold these tickets or did hold these tickets. So we're building an airdrop function as well that allows artists and event organizers to then incentivize their fans to go to shows. Like, say, if you were a, a rap artist and you saw that someone went to every single one of your shows, they're like a super fan. You could then airdrop them an NFT of an unreleased track, like, and that, and it could just they are, uh, could be the only person that qualified for that. So it's like it's giving fans more of an incentive to actually buy tickets and go to shows now as well, um, because obviously everything's yeah. on chain and the the event organizers can see all that data. Yeah, I think like I've talked with other music music related NFTs. I think one of the cool things you can do as far as experience goes is like even for like your OG uh, best supporters is drop them like a, a code via, um, you know, the, the blockchain that would give them access to the album for free, maybe on like Amazon, you know, 
Yeah. You could automatically have like a code that's dropped through an NFT version and then boom, they can get in and get the album downloaded and be playing it, you know, the same day. So all right, yeah. we'll keep digging in, but um good good overview, guys. Excited uh to have you on and, and talk further. Yeah, were, no, thank you. Were you based out of C Labs? Sorry? Where, where are you guys like I always like to kind of get a feel for where oh, people we're, are. We're all from the UK. Okay. Yeah. So okay. yeah, Midlands in the UK. All right, good. Yeah, that's where, that's where Koopy's at, so I'm sure he's excited now. All right, let's keep rolling. So we've talked to Stone Frogs, uh, Seat Lab. Let's go over with uh, the Black Acid guys. Black Acid, good to see you guys again. Uh, give us a quick intro and good morning. Hi, mate. Good morning. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to be back. It's very good that uh, now we're doing it. Uh, not when the daylight savings time is changing. I remember the first time we were on here, uh, I believe that was the day after, and it was a little bit of a shock realizing that we had to jump on immediately. So it's good to be back, man. Thank you so much for having us. Um, to give a little quick overview of the, of the project, uh, what we're doing is we're building a uh, an athlete-verified NFT uh, project with accompanying social tokens. So what that means is we've recently, on uh, April 9th, we've released our second NFT collection, which was a 4K collection of two athletes, two MMA uh, UFC fighters. One was Darren Till, who's one of the, the biggest uh, UK uh, MMA stars that there are. And then you've got Hamzat Chemaev, which is um, probably the hottest prospect in, uh, in the sport. And so we dropped their NFT collection, uh, 2K each. And uh, what these NFT collections will be in the very nearby future, what, what we're building now, is the first kind of proof of concept of uh, the social token uh, ecosystem that we're building. So... Uh, each athlete that we bring out now uh, will have, you know, if the demand is big enough, they'll have their own NFT collection. But mainly, they'll uh, we're building that they've got these athletes that they have their uh, own social tokens. And so, what these social tokens do is they give you access to these athletes' lives, and this can range from buying signed uh, MMA gear or buying signed physical NFT cards to um, buying or exchanging your athlete tokens for a meet and greet, uh, buying uh, tickets to their next fight, plus a meet and greet, uh, access to the after party. Uh, I believe last week we had two community members join one of our, one of our British fighters as well, MVP, Michael Venom Page, who fights over at Bellator. Um, two community members had a training session with him. Uh, this week, we've got two community members coming out in Phoenix to train with Henry Cejudo, who's a double uh, weight champ at the UFC. Uh, he's returning, so let's see, let's see how that goes. Um, and so that's that's the idea behind the social tokens. Now, how the NFTs fit into this is that uh, if you hold a Darren Till or a Hamzat NFT, you'll get a little. Um, cut of all the swaps that happen on the block asset exchange uh, the main trading pair for all the social tokens will be our native token which is block so you'll have to buy a block in order to exchange that for your athlete social tokens with those tokens you can kind of um, anticipate if the athlete is going to you know become champions going to rise to the ranks where you can exchange it for these athlete experiences and and, uh, and memorabilia um 
what else we had the first collection uh over in that was back in november i believe uh which was the legends collection these were five different athletes also a 2k collection and with these um you can stake them uh then you'll uh receive our loyalty or our how do you call it yeah loyalty or utility token called asset with uh the asset you'll be able to exchange it for block asset merch or you'll be able to buy whitelist spots for the upcoming drops. And also, if you hold a complete set of five, you uh, you get automatic whitelist for each for each set that you hold. You get a you get a whitelist entry for uh, every upcoming uh, athlete NFT drop that we do. Um, and then on the other side of the company, we've got um, Block Asset Studios, which produces um, kind of behind-the-scenes mini-athlete documentaries, which has been featured on BT Sports and ESPN. Uh, the first one, well, it wasn't the first one, the second one, I'd rather say. The second one went uh, crazy viral. Um, I believe it's on five-plus million views now on YouTube. Uh following Hamzat Shemaev and Darren Till, which were the athletes that we uh, dropped the NFC collection with. And um, at, with this part of the company, uh, we're giving governance to block token holders. So um, holders will be able to vote on you know, ecosystem decisions as well, but uh, also on uh, content production. So what type of content that we do, we did a poll on YouTube um giving a couple suggestions and uh the one that won was that you know darren and hamzat went to the gun range and that was uh probably the best episode of all so it's kind of uh content buy and for the buy and for the holders um and then we're also looking to do events in the future with our nfts acting as a as a free pass so we're looking to do an event with hamzat and darren and uh for the public they'll have to uh, buy uh, normal tickets like everyone else but if you hold uh, one of the nfts in your wallet you'll uh, you'll be able to go for free um so yeah in a nutshell we're trying to onboard um the masses through you know crypto exposure in sports uh and one of the ways that we noticed with with a lot of uh, with our latest mint was uh, that we really needed to lower that barrier to entry so we worked with uh, another cr- project called crossmint who um who make it possible to mint NFTs with uh, credit and debit card payments. And uh, to give you a little insight on that, the collection was about 4K big and uh, about 1,300 people minted through uh, bank card payments. So we're really seeing a lot of success uh, through that. And uh, also like uh, on, uh, what's it called? you know, in present um, activation as well. So we've been to two UFC events as well, uh, given out a lot of merch, um, made people, a lot of people uh, aware of Block Asset and what we're doing. So, uh, yeah, that's um, that's what we're doing in a, in a very big nutshell. Hey, uh, great, uh, great overall project. Got some questions for you that we'll dip into here later, but maybe there's also an opportunity for you guys to partner with C-Labs in unique ways. Uh, with that ticketing system, right, for maybe some of the um, com- some of these competitive events down the road. Yeah, or exactly. I was uh, I was thinking know? of that when they were, when they were saying it. So uh, definitely, uh, we'll we'll shoot them a DM, and uh, yeah, we'll exactly. we can make happen. Conversations. It'll be awesome. Yeah, much better than partnering with like uh, Ticketmaster. You know, you just want to like. <laughs> yeah. <crush. Yeah. laughs> 
All right, guys, thanks for coming up. Uh, really excited for what you're doing. I uh, got a bunch of questions too. There's a lot there to, to unpack and we'll, we'll dig into it. Um, and really quick, y'all, uh, if you don't mind, retweet the space. Love to have as many folks as we can in here. I'm going to be uh, posting a, another tweet here in a second with DG Labs and their whitelist giveaways that they're doing uh, today. So check that out as well. If you don't care about that stuff, at least just retweet the very first pin, which talks about um, the just the, uh, the the show being live and who's on it. Uh, but as uh, as a reminder, you know we are presented by DG Labs. Uh, they're actually minting one of their uh, series collections uh, this week on the fifth, which is the Intergalactic Pandas uh, mint. Uh, so what we got three days, and this is a pretty unique project. Really trying to uh, pull together uh, a strong brand and an art studio in Web three and bridging the gap between physical and digital art. Uh, they'll have exhibitions, auctions, all that cool stuff. So a lot going on. We'll unpack with them here uh, in a minute. But uh, let's roll over to Soulspot. Soulspot, thanks for, for coming up. Uh, thanks for uh, for joining the show. I know you're minting, I think, tomorrow. But yeah, give us a, a high-level uh, overview. Yeah, thanks for having us on. So yeah, as, as you said, minting tomorrow on May 3rd. Um, and so essentially what we're doing is we have a 5,000 NFT collection. And each card or each NFT is its own um, digital identity card, right? And so it's unique to the holder. So every week it's going to be updated automatically with a script that we've ran. Um, and it really just kind of, uh, it shows your portfolio, um, unique badges about kind of your activity on chain, as well as uh, your socials or, or, or uh, sold domain as well. And the end goal of this is essentially just to produce a snapshot of your on-chain activity, right? And you know that's exciting. That's awesome. Like it's it's dynamic. Uh, it's expressive of who you are. And we've also partnered with other projects as well to create unique cards for their holders. Um, and we actually have we're, we're working with uh, D Gods. We're doing a dustment with them partially. But the other cool thing is that we've created a D Gods card, and it's you know unique. It's exciting, and the holder like the people in our community are super stoked to get that card. Um, and so that's awesome, right? You know, we have this great NFT that's unique, you know, it's novel in that way. But the real end goal is that this card will be integral to our, you know, our end vision. And that vision is to build this social identity platform that allows people to go to the website and create their identity, their profile. And then eventually, as we continue to add features, it will be, you know, more of a social network kind of a uh, kind of like instagram or linkedin slash linktree but for the solana web3 space and so as far as like the timeline for that obviously we meant tomorrow uh we'll continuously add more you know unique cards and partnerships but the first foundational uh launch of the platform will be mid-june roughly um and then we'll just continuously add more uh features from there and so as far as the nft utility um what it allows you to do is you will have access to the platform first, essentially as beta testers. Uh, from there, you'll have exclusive access to customizations, widgets, features. Um, and then, you know, we'll continually seek out ways to, you know, provide more value on that front. Um, yeah, and that's essentially what our, our end goal is, is to just bring people into the community and have them have this place to go to, you know, build their digital identity in a unique way that they can share with everybody and be proud of, you know, who they are in this space. Because as of now, everything's pseudo anonymous. 
and that's fantastic. Um, but there's no identity to your pseudo identity. And so what we want to do is give people who are still pseudo anonymous and not docs, obviously, uh, but give them a way to, you know, kind of show off who they are and express themselves. Awesome. Uh, thanks for coming up. We'll, I think a lot to unpack there as well. Um, I think one area to maybe focus on partnership wise could be Atadia. I don't know if you know the Atadia guys, but like the whole kind of social scoring be interesting to see like if you're able to kind of build in some of their pieces into this interface as well just as i thought yeah. popped in my head as you were talking so yeah definitely i mean so many people have actually recommended that to us we're 100 going to reach out to them yeah if you ever need an intro i know those guys decently well they've been on the show a couple times so um Ooh. and then where are you based out of uh we're based out of the u.s central u.s okay nice all right guys thanks for for coming up uh we'll keep rolling through Last but not least, uh, DG Labs uh, with your mint coming up uh, in a couple of days. Give us a, a quick intro and good to see you guys. And thanks for sponsoring the show. Yeah, it's it's our pleasure. Happy to be here. Um, love everything you do for the ecosystem. And it's always great to see people put in hard work, you know, over a long period of time and see the, the rewards of that. And it's awesome seeing this your community grow and evolve. And that's, you know, it's always a good thing. Uh, Greg. Uh, so let me introduce, I guess, first the team. I'm Jared. I'm one of the founders of DG Labs. G Stockis, who's up here, is one of the or is the other founder in DG Labs. Um, hey, what's up, guys? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And Thanks for having us. Yeah, hundred percent, brother. Thanks for for jumping up. So you know, we're what we're about is creating a. Uh, combination of the real world art via the physical art. Greg's been an artist for, you know, over 13 years. He has his own art studio and then bridging that into the digital space. And that's kind of been our focus from day one. And the thing that I've always found kind of funny about roadmaps is, you know, they only go so far and, you know, everybody, everybody's always like, Oh, we have this roadmap. It's like, it's a constantly evolving thing because the map that we're drawing on, in this web three space only goes so far because we don't know what six months, 12 months, you know, 18 months down the line hold. So it's, it's hard to have a full vision of everything. And our roadmap has already drastically shifted from September when we started the concept of putting this all together. Uh, so, you know, we launched our first project in December. We sold out in January. It was seven, seven, seven dope pandas. It was G Stockus's signature artwork. And that was kind of our, dipping the toes into the web three space and seeing the reception and if people liked what we were creating and what we were doing and the, the, it was a resounding yes. And, you know, it's, it's been amazing seeing the evolution from then to now and now having a clear vision of where we're going and what we're doing and what we want to achieve. So in, I guess it was in February, Greg reached out to Rex, who's a uh, really um, renowned 3d artist slash uh, he's like a jack of all trades. He can do pretty much anything. Uh, he does um, uh, 3D printing and, you know, mapping and all this fun stuff. And he, we re Greg reached out to him because we wanted to make little figurines. And when he sent back the the mock of it, the the 3D image, I was like, dude, this is our next collection. This this is epic. So sure enough, it turned into our our project and the name. It's evolved. It's grown. And here we are with 3D intergalactic pandas. 
And what we're doing is, I think, really, really cool. You know, I can give you a rundown of each individual component of the project. But what, what we're doing is we like to think in terms of building a brand, right? Because that's what we are. We're a brand. The first thing you do is you lay the, the foundation, just like when you're building a house, because you can't build the second floor of the house without the foundation and the blueprint laid out and mapped out. So we have that pretty much. And now we're evolving and growing as a community and we're working towards becoming a leader in the digital space. And we do have a, a token coming out. We're part of the build squad. It's a super DAO built by um, founding members of gold Panther DAO. And this is going to be a, a culmination of seven or eight projects plus projects we onboard into this build ecosystem. Uh, some of the product, Projects involved are Illuminati, Honey Finance, The Fellowship, High Society, Ourselves, uh, Lost Cat Fud Club, uh, Soul Combat, and I know there's one I'm missing. Um, but all the projects will emit build, and it'll be different components. Sorry, I got a phone call. Did I did I lose you guys? Okay, back. good, good. Sorry about that. Um, so build is going to be our token. We're really excited about that. And that's going through legal review, review now. And I'm imagining once it's through legal review, uh, we should be have that operational within a month. And then another thing we always wanted to do was let's go through the review. DG. Oh, that? did you guys, did you not hear me talk about the build? Um, no token. The, uh, well, we can dig, dig in deeper into it after the intro, but yeah, so it's build token. Yeah, okay. Which we're, we're a part of, and that's the, the build super DAO, which we're, we're a part of. It's a full ecosystem. Right. Um, Objects you so, you know, the, the Gen 1 collection, we wanted to always make sure that there was utility for our Gen 1 collection, no matter how much we evolve and grow. So what we're doing with that is every G Gen 1 panda, which is the dope pandas, every one you own, um, you'll get a free 3D panda. Plus, when we drop our 3D art gallery, uh two dope pandas will get you a free gallery. So we're going to make sure that the dope pandas always hold the highest level of utility inside of our ecosystem. It's always going to be our smallest collection. Um, so that's just something that we, we like to reward users. And then obviously having Greg as, you know, one of the founders, we have a real world artist so we can award people that are positive, making a positive impact in the community with custom painted Air Force Ones. Uh, you know, we have merch in the works, Greg's artwork, figurines of the pandas. So we're going to grow and evolve as a digital brand. But then the thing that we're really excited about that's coming next after the 3D intergalactic pandas is the dope gallery. I put a sneak peek. Uh, it's the second slide up in the pinned tweets. Um, but we're going to make the dope gallery then there's going to be the dope galleries the dope galleries will be the ones that everybody can have and go in and hang your nfts on the walls in the in our 3d um you know spatial space and it'll be cross-chain so you can hang your eth nfts next to your um soul nfts next to your polygon those are the three we're going to start with and then we'll we'll add as we evolve and grow um but the the cool thing is it'll be we're, we're still playing with the, the, the viewpoint of it, but it'll probably be like um, Fortnite where it's over the shoulder, third person. You'll see your little avatar. You'll be able to run around as your panda. Um, so we're, we're really excited with what we're creating. And then the dope gallery, which is going to be ours, that's going to be our custom massive one-of-one -one art gallery. We're going to hold exhibitions in it. We're going to hold auctions. So we'll hand curate the artists. 
whether it's from our internal DG Labs artists or our or external artists that we go hand select and put together, you know, these these massive collections. And maybe let's say it's Thursday night from seven to ten PM, right? So you can come in into our our three D virtual uh, little metaverse gallery and you can walk around and let's say you're walking around and you see you go into the auction room and you see a piece you really like you can bid on it and you know when when you finally buy it it'll go to your wallet um you can walk around into the other room and just buy what's hanging on the walls from the the artists that we curate so it's something really cool it's a way to take the what we're experiencing now in terms of art in in the you know web three to the next level so that you can actually be in you know a a fantasy gallery and walk around and explore and interact with art um in in a in a bigger manner than the way it is now you know so it's something that really we're really excited about uh and then down the road there'll be panda land which will be a whole uh metaverse that we'll um be building and that'll be you know coming over the next year year and a half and then we're also creating a scholarship incubator program where the goal is to bring in other artists into the DG labs ecosystem. They'll have their own projects or they'll be hireable by other projects uh, or they'll have their own events inside of the dope gallery. And, you know, wherever they come from, we can find people from, you know, third world countries that would not have access to the, the scope and reach that we would have that, that, we can give them. So it's, you know, it's, it's just an exciting thing to do to be able to help others. And then, you know, a DG labs NFT will always provide you free access to any of our events, whether it's real world or not, because we are planning a big art Basel event in Miami um, in December. So, you know, having our NFTs will always give access to some level, whether it's discounts for merch discounts on figurines, getting build, um, you know, whatever it is, we're making sure that as we build this, our community matters and they're rewarded as we evolve and grow as a uh, digital project and in this this wild space we're in. No, there's a, there's a lot there. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and that intro, I think we'll just stick with you and, and spend the next five or ten minutes just kind of going through the sure. project and Koopy if you've got questions. And then uh, we'll, we'll circle back with one of the other projects. But guys, this is the Morning Mint Show. Uh, we are presented by DG Labs, who's speaking with us right now. We've also got Laddercasters, who's the, the Mint of the Week. Check those guys out. Um, and then we've got five projects on the line here. So we've got Stone Frog, Seat Labs, Block Asset Co., and um, Soul Spot also joining. We'll, we'll dig deeper with all five. Uh, really excited to, to go deeper with you guys. So if you um, are in the room looking for a giveaway, we do have some uh, whitelist giveaways from DG Labs. Uh, pin that I put up top here. Uh, but if you would just retweet, get more people in here, we'd be grateful. Uh, but yeah, let's just keep rolling. Um, I know Stackus uh, or Greg fell off of me here. So, you know, you, you're bridging the gap between art and the digital space. So kind of bringing artists on board. It's almost like a, a somewhat of a, a launch pad in some respects to finding artists globally that may not have the equity or the capacity from an IT perspective to kind of get their art out there. Um, and kind of launching them through maybe kind of your gallery system, the dope gallery system. You've got the the Gen 1 that went out, you know, back in December. Uh, utility you've built around that. You've got this Gen 2 that's coming out. I think that gives you some uh, kind of revenue play, if that's right, into kind of the, the, the tie-in with the royalties. And then you've got uh, the- 
no, no, sorry. There's there's no no revenue. There's no, there's no, no. There's, okay. We're 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 a US based entity. We're not okay. trying to, to you know get in trouble with the IRS. There's no royalties, nothing. There will be the build uh, emission, which right now, like I mentioned, is going through legal review to make sure that oh, it's okay. I got you. not a securities, it's a utility based token, but that's there's there's no royalty play. Okay. Can you um, maybe just expand upon the offering that's happening happening this this week? So on Beth, just give us a better uh, understanding of the intergalactic um, panda. Yeah, or, yeah, for sure. Um, and Greg can can you know put in his thoughts as he helped you know as it's his artwork and and he worked with Rex a lot on this. But it was wild to see it come to fruition because I think this is the first. This is the first one I've seen where two artists with two different mediums came together to create a generative project. We have the 3D pandas, and then Greg came in with a bunch of 2D hand-drawn traits that we put together to create some of these elements where you'll have a 3D panda holding, you know, wearing a crown that Greg drew or holding a sword that Greg drew. So it's like, it's it's 2D and 3D at the same time. It launches Thursday on Magic Eden Launchpad. Uh, the There's 5,555. We're airdropping uh, for every dope panda that's owned. We're airdropping one to our current holder. So if you had 10, you get 10. Um, and that's, that's, you know, kind of what we're doing with the dope pandas in terms of offering you know, rewards and benefits, but this one's coming Thursday. We're really excited for it. 1.5 soul, 5,555. Um, and the, the artwork is just really unique and really, really cool. And I think these have come out incredible. Uh, Greg, you want to provide some of the, the inner workings of, of designing this? Yeah, that was, that was the, this was one of the first projects I've ever done collaborating with another artist in the, in the, in the you know web three space so that was really interesting like you said combining the 3d elements with 2d was very interesting i think that that came out way better than i anticipated originally uh it it flows way more than you would expect and it was a very very cool experience as a creative to work with another um and give up some of that creative freedom and, and work with someone who's brilliant at what they do rex the 3d artist is absolutely phenomenal He's, he's just a brilliant sculptor and and um, all-around great artist. He's even an excellent painter as well. So it was really cool getting to work very close uh, with him and creating this thing out to be something I believe to be really, really epic. And I'm very, very proud and happy of the, the art that came out. And now the utility that we're going to try and provide is um, is really exciting. And... Again, that 3D gallery that we're developing is is really um, it's all great. So I'm happy and thank you guys again for having us here. This is awesome. Yeah, thanks for for coming up. So the the 3D gallery, how do you get access to that? Is it the OG collection or uh, can you get access through this upcoming collection? We're we, we're talking about that, Jared and I, about potentially doing. If you own, for example, two of these 3D pandas and one of the OG ones that maybe that'll grant you access to a gallery when it's ready. Um, uh, the, the other way around. Is it the other way around? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Two, okay. Yeah. Two OG. So we'll basically give away 
out of the collection, probably 350 free galleries or whatever that number, 380, I guess. And there might be other things that you can hit, like owning X number of 3D pandas also gets you a free gallery. So there'll be different ways to hit it. And what is the time frame for the gallery release? Um, we're, first, we're making our gallery, and then all the the base components inside of the dope gallery will be used in the dope galleries. So the dope gallery, the the, the dev studio that we're um, going to sign with, we're, we're exploring... Uh, a time frame of roughly three to four months. And then once the dope gallery is launched, it shouldn't be terribly long to take that framework and make the generative galleries. And the person designing them is Greg's sister, who's a, uh, she's getting her master's in interior design. So she's been uh, a, you know, creating 3d, these beautiful 3d spaces for, years and you know when when we asked her to put together a demo of what we were thinking what she came back with was just absolutely stunning you know so we're, we're really excited for the scope and the the artistic freedom we have to create something truly unique and and something that people really haven't seen before in this space so it's going to be very 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 unique and very artistic and and have awesome utility another thing that uh, some of the other utility of the 3d pandas is one um and this will happen a little post-launch but the artist has to go back in and finalize some of the files but they will all be metaverse compatible augmented reality compatible so you'll be able to go into any of your metaverses if if you're into metaverses and run around as your panda so that's something that we're we're really excited for and then also uh, sorry, just real quick. Um, well, we're gonna we're we're still working on the post-launch giveaways, but there will be a lot of post-launch giveaways and prizes from this collection. Whether it's prints of you know five people win a print of their NFT for free, or um, you know we'll give away a custom couple custom pairs of Air Force Ones to minters. So we'll have some some uh, uh, prize giveaways after we finish minting. Last question for me, and then Koopy, we can go to one of the other projects that you want to hit. Um, as far as the the build token goes, I guess if you see this new offering, you can stake it to earn build, and then you know because build is tied in with a number of other uh, projects, I assume there's some kind of added utility there that you can go and leverage this token. Um, you can you can stake it, earn it, and then use it with your ecosystem, but also some of these other project ecosystems that are out there. Is that right? Is that kind yeah. of the plan? Yes, it is. It's going to be a, uh, uh, it's, it's instead of one project having a token, eight projects have a token and you'll be able to use it across all projects. So it's a very, very interesting um, system. It's also a full stack uh, offering for people wanting to come into the, the Solana ecosystem and build a project. So it's, it's very unique. It's very cool. And, um, you know, one of the people that that one of the founders of Build is an economist. So, you know, he's making sure that this is built in a sustainable manner for a long period of time. So I'm very excited and honored to be a part of the Build ecosystem. I think that's going to be a huge addition as the Solana space matures and grows and, and we as a brand uh, evolve and grow. I, awesome. I um, 
I have one question for you, for you guys, and then we'll go over to uh, Blood Classic um, because I know you guys have to um, hop in just a few minutes here. But really, um, so DG Labs, I I love your and honestly, I th- I think it looks fantastic. It's uh, it's something I could re- I, I could see on well, for the lack of a better word, I'm going to say merchandise. Maybe you might not want to choose that word specifically yourself. But we know that right now in this space. Branding is everything, especially with OK Bears. We've seen, you know, they've created this this huge, um, this huge projects um, right, you know, within just just days coordinated. out of nothing. It seems coordinated pump. Hello. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, basically, what what I'm what I'm trying to get at is. You are obviously heavily focused on your brands, and we know that a lot of other projects out there are going to be pushing for the same meta because they see that it works, right? And that's not an easy thing to pull off. So my question really is, what are you guys doing differently? What's something that you're doing that nobody else is that um, helps you stand out from, uh, from the crowd? I haven't seen many other projects that actually have an art studio and have an established artist who's, you know, been in galleries and has done live paintings and been at Art Basel for a decade. So, you know, having Greg as as my partner and, and founder in this is is huge. He we have real world art utility. And then the fact that we're building this um that our focus is on this art metaverse is gonna be something that I think is really, really different and unique. And I think those are going to be the differentiators plus the build token and, you know, the, the fidgetal components with the, the, the sneakers and the, and the, not sneakers, but custom painted sneakers and the merch and the figurines. I think everything we're building is kind of stacking together to create uh, our brand and, and our uniqueness and our value add. Do you think um, that the build token itself is is an advantage? I mean, um, having pe- forcing people to purchase uh, your um, your merchandise or whatever it is that you're selling through like a very specific token through the utility token. Uh, do, do you think that's? Um, I don't know how, how well do you think that's going to work as opposed to using something like Solana, something that's already like you know well established. Just because I'm thinking of like a regular customer that that's that's new that sees your brand and and loves everything, right? But they might not want to go through the hassle of you know uh, buying the NFT and staking and then collecting all these coins uh, oh, to then go ahead and purchase it. Something you, like that. You don't that. have to. You you can you can purchase it in in many ways. You can purchase cash, Solana. That's not build is just an added utility. It's not. It's not the end all be all, and it is. Um, it will have uh, a value, you know, but it's not a. Um, it, it'll be usable across many different streams. So build is just again just a, a a bonus. It's not. It's not like you can only go to our our merch and buy it via build. You can buy it in any traditional manner. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, that that, that gives me a lot more confidence. Actually. Right. Nice one. Thank you. All right, guys. Yeah, thanks for coming up. Um, grateful to have you on as the speaker or the sponsor this week. So I'm sure you'll be on most of our shows. And then uh, thanks for digging deep today. And good luck with uh, the Mint. Thank you. Thank you for having us. All right, let's head over to Black Ass. I know you guys got to hop here in a little bit. You all have a, a lot going on. We've had you on the show before. 
um, I don't want to say it's it would it's confusing, but I think you just it's a pretty high powered uh, you know big team building out what you guys are doing. So there's just a lot of moving pieces. You've got these um, kind of athlete verified NFTs. They've got their own social tokens tied in with specific athletes. You've also got Block, which is the native token. You also have the loyalty token, which is asset. Uh, I think Block is kind of the, the key piece to, to all of this and kind of ties everything else together. Uh, you've also got the Black Asset, Asset Studios, which is kind of a 30 for 30 ESPN-like uh, documentary series that you're, you're putting out over time. I think that people that own Block uh, can kind of vote on and decide you know, what, what uh, athletes are interviewed and sat down with and so on and so forth. So, you know, I think... Um, you know, I, I like the project. I think it's pretty exciting. You know, what for folks that are just coming in here and, and learning about Block Asset, can you maybe just from a high level just maybe kind of refresh or, or reframe, you know, why people should, uh, you know, get involved and in, in mint these, these these NFTs over time and, and what the value is to holding them long term? Yes, for sure. Uh, first off, apologies for the, for the bad time management on my part. <clears throat> I, uh, I didn't expect it to go much longer than an hour, and uh, I've got a marketing call in like 25 minutes. So, sorry for hopping the line. Thank you, everyone, for, for understanding it. Um, to give a quick little recap, uh, so we've just started um, the first kind of phase. We're still very much in our baby shoes, even though the team's about 30 big, working together with. Uh, some high level people we're bringing out uh, a talk show very soon as well with um uh, nick pete and adam catterall who are bt sports presenters uh we're bringing out our own uh kind of sports how would you call it like live stream um talk show uh, so that's in the works as well <clears throat> and uh when it comes to the nfts we just uh, launched the smash bros nfts a little under a month ago uh, these NFTs, uh, there's 2,000 of each athlete. You've got Hamzat Shemaev and Darren Till. And uh, when the social tokens roll out, uh, you'll be able to buy these social tokens with, uh, as you mentioned, our native token block. And with these social tokens, you'll be able to access um, your, your, your favorite athletes' lives. So um, you'll be able to buy signed MMA gear or football gear. You know, we're also branching out into other sports, uh, mainly focusing on MMA at the moment to really get a dominant position there. Uh, you can buy signed stuff. You can buy uh, in, in-person experiences like meet and greets, uh, tickets to their fights, um, access to their after-party after-fights, uh, video calls, live messages, and, and stuff like that. Um, and if you hold these NFTs, how they play into the entire ecosystem is uh, when people swap uh, block for athlete tokens, a cut of that uh, cost goes to uh, the athletes, a cut of that goes to us, but also a cut goes to these NFT holders. So every time that you swap, uh, let's say, block for uh, Boar's token, which is Hamzat's token, or for Till token, uh, a little cut of that will be uh, going to the NFT holders as well, providing uh, you know a nice little uh, added benefit um, for the lifetime of when you hold the NFT. Uh, then on the other side, you've got the experience store as well. Uh, that's where you'll be able to buy these uh, experiences uh, and, and memorabilia. And uh, we're incorporating a, a burn mechanism. So every time um, people buy or you know fans buy uh, these athlete memorabilia and experiences a portion of that will get burnt so 
we're dealing with a deflationary supply over time as well. Um, and just as with the uh, the swap, um, I should actually clarify, if, if someone burns, buys an experience, um, there will be no portion going to the NFT holders. That's only when people swap. Um, but when people buy experiences, uh, a portion is burnt. A portion is, again, going to the athlete, providing them with uh, a, a solid, um, let's say, secondary stream of income. Uh, now, we've really noticed... Uh, more specifically with uh, MMA and boxing, uh, athlete pay, if you're not really at the top, it's not that great. So this really provides a, a nice little extra revenue stream for the athletes, uh, which, you know, also in, in its own turn really um, incentivizes the athletes to, to market their experiences, to uh, provide access to their lives, you know, for these super fans. And um, it all kind of depends on how comfortable the athlete is providing this type of access um, to their lives for, for the more like, let's say standard um, packages, I guess you can call it, or like array of, uh, of experiences and items. You'll be able to buy signed gear, like I mentioned, and these video calls and these meet and greets, tickets to their fights, etc. But um, <clears throat> earlier at the, uh, the introduction, I mentioned that we've got now two community members that went to, uh, to train with Michael Venom Page, who's uh, one of the top fighters at Bellator, and uh, MVP is also uh, founding or in the in the process of founding the first ever uh, Michelin star Jamaican restaurant in London, and he is super excited about the ecosystem. So he really wants to incorporate his NFTs and his uh, his own social tokens into um, the restaurant that he's uh, that he's making. So. You know, it depends on what the athletes are in. Darren Till, for example, is a big poker fan, so we're setting up poker events with him and, uh, and uh, <clears throat> NFT holders. Uh, then you've got, <clears throat> excuse me, then you've got Henry Cejudo, who's also a very big fan of the ecosystem. Um, this week, actually, we've got two community members going over to Phoenix to train with him. Um, so yeah, it depends on you know how how keen and eager the, the athletes are to to you know bring these fans uh, and give them access to their lives. We have noticed that uh, the more that they understand the the concept, the the more fired up they are because um, you know these are athletes. Their life revolves around training and competition, so they're not really busy with crypto that much. But uh, you know. Darren Till, Hamzat, uh, MVP, Henry Cejudo, these are all people that we've had extensive and long talks with. And the more that they really understand what the project's about, the more fired up that they are. So uh, I hope that that uh, kind of answers the question. I kind of went on a little tangent there, but um, yeah. No, it makes sense. It's, it's, it's obviously, uh, it's, it's almost like some of these music uh, projects that we've had on here. They're trying to really empower artists to connect with their community and following better. Where this is really about the individual athlete, right, and helping them create a unique experience for those that are fans of them. Have you thought of um, kind of breaking into the the college like football market? Oh yes. Uh, so because those guys are like untapped, right? And now you can yes. they can actually you know, make money off of the their existing kind of uh, role in the program. So yeah, one hundred percent. So. Um... I'm going to be straight up. I only really follow MMA, so I'm, I don't think I've ever seen uh, an NFL game. But I know that we're in talks with, um, so I believe how it works is the college players get drafted and the big teams then pick them, right? Yeah, but I'm thinking even before they get drafted, that's where you want to get them onboarded because um, they can actually, like in high school or even college, 
you know, like in Texas, for example, high school football is so big, you may be able to have them create an offering and have a number of folks kind of buy into it. But especially on the college level, like if you're going to Alabama, you'd have huge amount. Of, and these guys are making a couple million dollars a year now if they're like the quarterback or some of these bigger names. Uh, they're building their brand even before they get to the NFL. We don't need to go deep on this now. We can do like a one on one call and talk about it. But I think I should some fun <laughs> stuff around it. No, to, to, to add to that, we are in talks with the uh, number one or number two pick uh, that's going to be drafted next year. So we're definitely looking into that scene 100% for sure. <clears throat> I think there is a, a certain case that they can't do brand deals before they get drafted into the NFL. Uh, I can be wrong on that. But yeah, I don't know what all the that... rules are. I know they, I know they can. They, this, this, the law changed in the past like year. So forever, college athletes were not allowed to make any money off of their kind of, I guess, collegiate sport activity. But that was flipped over, I think, like the Supreme Court or whatever the hell happened. They overturned it and now they can. So you have like the um, starting quarterback from like Alabama making over a million dollars a year in college as like a freshman. You can uh, you can make money off of your name, your image and your likeness. So that's it's called the NIL. So okay. those three things. So you can have merch with your if your name was. Jim, you know, Jim, you could put, you could put, now you could put Jim on the back of an Alabama jersey and sell it and make money. You can make an NFT. Like there's, there's ways that you can monetize now as a college, even a high school student. It's, pre- it's pretty, uh, it's a different realm now for the sports world. Yeah. So yeah. block asset, that's where I think could be, you could really create a unique asset where you've got these kids that are in high school or college and then people kind of buy into them as a fan and like they can kind of, be uh, have this awesome long-term life experience with those guys yeah we're definitely looking to to go for the younger people because um they've got the lifetime value you know they they built up these fan bases from a very early on age and then and that's kind of also what we're trying to do here we're really trying to connect these athletes with their fans and if that can be for uh, x amount of years and that's that's you know everyone wins you know the fans the athletes um, the whole crypto space grows because we're onboarding new people. So that's definitely uh, something that we're looking into. The The main uh, focus now is to, I mean, we're not excluding contact with um, any athletes from different sports, but we are looking to uh, now create a, a dominant position in MMA so that we can then leverage that um, that position to other sports. If we can point and say, hey, we've got you know these top athletes signed uh, at the MMA, that creates a lot of leverage that can uh, enter us easily or more easily into uh, into the other sports. But we're definitely in talks with people from the NBA, from the NFL. Uh, I believe we're also talking uh, to a bunch of football uh, players. That's uh, soccer <laughs> uh, for, for American listeners here. Uh, so, yeah, European football we're also looking into. And uh, then cricket is also huge. Uh, so also looking into that. Are you guys looking at UFC at all, or, or has Dana White got a pretty uh, short leash on everyone there? No, so it's actually um, for for like promotional purposes and doing stuff outside of the UFC that's not necessarily uh, competition related. It's pretty much free game. Uh, the UFC doesn't really have. I mean, I know that the UFC is doing NFTs as well, which are these moments, I believe it's called. Yeah, they want to do fights in the metaverse. I've heard Dana White talk about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that as well. Um, that's outside of us. Um, so, no, we really, I don't think the UFC is really doing it 
properly, but that's just my opinion. Let, let's just you know put that on the record that that's me as talking as an MMA fan and not as a not as a crypto employee. Um, but uh, yeah, it does. I mean, you get this this little. Um, I think it's a GIF or this little you know video on repeat of one of the athletes' highlights, which is dope. I'm not gonna lie, but it, that like it, it stops there. There's no utility. There's no nothing really. So I believe the only real value is it being you know being a collectible from the um, the entity that is the UFC. Uh, but apart from that, we're really looking to you know build these because there's no real centralized platform where people can go for buying uh, sports memorabilia or experiences with these with these athletes and uh you know having uh you know immutable proof that you own a digital asset to link that with these uh physical experiences that's um that's what we're really trying to do here see just purely for selfish reasons i'd, lo- I'd love to see you guys break into the ufc market like i'm, I'm a uh, fan myself like someone like uh jenna patty pimpler uh i think that's just a pimpler yeah like imagine him on your platform selling merchandise <laughs> and you know exclusive access to a few things here and there something like that would be amazing oh yeah 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 we've been in talks with patty um <clears throat> uh, we've got we've got a special relationship with him because, uh, you know, Darren Till is a partner in the company and right. <clears throat> he trains at team Carbon, And I believe that Patty trains at a, at a different gym, but we've been in talks with Patty and Darren knows Patty as well. I believe they get along quite well. Um, but Patty is mad busy. I believe he, um, he signed a deal with Barstool sports as well, uh, with the, um, uh, with, uh, Molly, uh, Molly McCann, the meatball, uh, so they both signed a deal there. Uh, so it's kind of, I think they're looking to not spread themselves too thin. Um, but yeah, I mean, you've got you've got some people that are just, their personality is so marketable and they just attract fly, they just attract fans like, you know, honey does with flies. Um, so yeah, we're really looking to, to look into those, the, the young people that are really marketable and really, uh, likable as well. I mean, Paddy, everything that comes out of that guy's mouth is just <laughs> pure gold, in my opinion. I'm, I'm actually in Liverpool for the next few months right now. So if you need me to like hang around this gym and do a bit of convincing, I'm up for it, man. All right, all right. We'll definitely stay in touch then. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, most of the team is from Liverpool, to be honest, man. Uh, it was founded by, I think they're all Scousers, except for Mike, who's from London. Um so yeah, a portion of the team is um, is still in Liverpool. A portion of the team is now located in uh, in Lisbon, and I think we've got a couple hanging around in the states um, for these uh, UFC events. Uh, I believe we've got three or four people that'll be attending uh, UFC two seven four. Um, so yeah, man, it would be great if you uh, if you want to swing by the office in uh, in Liverpool. That'd be awesome. Absolutely. You know, we should connect um, after this. We'll talk. For sure, man. Definitely. Hey, good morning. Um, how y'all guys doing? You guys doing okay? What's up, Cass? Uh, a question. What's up, brother? Yeah, not much. Um, just good morning. I wanted to ask a question. Actually, I'm I'm, I'm a huge MMA fan myself. Actually, ginormous. I I, I love the baddie. He, you know, much flair to him. He looks next Connor, in my opinion. Um, You're so cutting out, Cass. Oh, I apologize. How's that? Is that better? Is that better? If not, I'll... Yeah, give it a shot. 
Oh, I was just going to ask him, because I, I have seen Darren Till and the Batty that have such a great relationship. And, you know, um, looking at this, this this looks like a, I'm, I'm just trying to look through it briefly here. I probably came in a little bit too late to ask the question. And I just really wanted to know, in, in essence, like um, the experiences with the fighters, because I think that that's going to be awesome. And like um, exactly what's going to be like the first step towards that, because I'm I'm interested in it. Basically, that's really what I wanted to ask. Yeah, so it's a little bit of a multi-layered um, answer to that. One is we need to have the the online store um, up and running. I know that uh, I think we're in the maybe in the last phase of testing that. The first store that will go live is the asset store, uh, which is the loyalty slash utility token that um, we talked about a little bit earlier. You know, that's going to be the the first version of the store that's going out. And then afterwards, um, relatively soon after that, we're going to get the uh, experience store up. And for now, there are only the uh, two athletes with which you can do that, you know, Hamzat Chimaev and Darren Till. So how it'll work is there'll be a limited amount of, let's say, meet and greets that people can buy per quarter or per semester or per trimester, whatever, whatever it will be. Um, and then people will be able to exchange their tokens to buy those experiences. Then, you know, a portion gets burnt, a portion gets sent to the athlete wallet, and then uh, a portion we keep. Uh, and, uh, yeah, if you want to buy those experiences, uh, we cannot list these um, athlete tokens on other exchanges. That's why we have the block token, which is our native token. Uh, so all purchases will be will have to go through the block token. So people will have to buy block or swap it on. Um, we're available on Pancake Swap, swap on Radium, uh, Gate.io, and uh, on our website you can also buy it. Uh, so uh, and also we're also working with uh, integrations that people can buy it with uh, with credit cards. Uh, so we're, we're very well. Um, we've got a very good relationship with with Crossmint. And those folks over there, uh, they're, they're such a solid team. Um, can't can't speak highly enough of them. Yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah, I just want to say, I just want to say, congratulations! It's a great idea. You know, it's um, it's gonna be able to give people that tangible experience. Like Hamza, I love him as well. So it's um, I'm gonna be looking out for your project. I just gave you a follow, and thank you for answering my question. You did it very professionally. Thank you. You have a great day. Appreciate, man. Likewise. Have a good one. All right, guys, let's keep running through. Um, Block Asset, thanks for coming up and you got to hop for uh, another call, but uh, very thorough, excited for what you guys are doing, and curious to see how you uh, continue to kind of empower individual athletes in the, the weeks, months, and years ahead. Uh, yeah, man. Web3, uh, so cool. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for, for having us again. Uh, I'm going to have to hop off in like seven minutes, so I'll just, uh, you know, if the marketing call uh, is cut short, I'll, I'll hop back on, but uh if I don't get that opportunity, um, feel free to give us a follow on Twitter and on Discord. And uh, yeah, we've got some of the best mods in the game that uh, keep the, the sports community that we've got going on uh, running super smoothly. So yeah, thank you so much again for having us on, man. Really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. A pleasure. We'll do it again as you guys continue to build. All right, for guys, sure. that was Block Asset. This is the Morning Mint Show. I am Moon Roving. We've got three other lit projects to get through, uh, get to, I should say. Stone Frogs, which is a cannabis play. We've got Seat Labs, which is a, a takeover of the uh, ticketing system uh, to hopefully unseat, no pun intended, uh, Ticketmaster. And then Soul Spot, kind of the um, Web3 uh, personal um, 
I guess you'd explain it as uh, identity uh, in the space for those that are uh, doxxed or non-doxxed, just having on-chain identity more clear to everybody that's in the space. So, uh, Koopy, who do you want to hit next of the three? Anything, anywhere you want to start first? I've got tons of questions for everyone, so let's just go for it, man. Anyone you like. Uh, we'll go Stone uh, Frogs because they opened up first, so it's been a while since they've had a chance to speak, so we'll go over to those guys. So Stone Frogs, thanks for coming up. Cannabis Play, 8,400 or so, I think, was the mint. You guys have been out for maybe 10 days or so. I know there's a lot of attention around the project. Um, you've got a game that's also in motion that's about four months out. You've got a seed token uh, that's, uh, I think, live as well. So I, I assume there's staking involved. Love to hear more about that. Uh, and the utility around that will be an online store with merch, bongs, shirts, all that type of stuff. Your first dispensary, I believe, is going to be launched uh, tentatively in Malta, which is kind of cool. And then you've got a DAO that's set up uh, and uh, already kind of being built out with um, – he ended up dropping uh, Gus or whatever his name was – leading that effort. Yeah. So that's kind of high level. Um, I do want to maybe just give you a chance to kind of refresh what you guys are doing beyond what I just mentioned. And then I've got some questions I want to kind of dig into. Yeah. Okay. Just uh, one thing I wanted to correct was the seed token. Uh, we haven't launched the seed token yet. We launched the fly token. The fly token doesn't have any monetary value. It's just a rewarding token that you will use as a ticket to open your mystery box that will be available in two weeks. Okay. So the seed token will be, will launch, uh, most probably end of week or first of next week, uh, the tokenomics is like 90 95% finalized. So, uh, yeah, everything you just said is uh, perfectly said, like, well done. So, yeah, you can, you can go ahead with your questions. I'm happy to answer anything. Yeah, so you've got this game coming up in four months. You know, this is a cannabis play, obviously. You've got the, the tokens that are uh, involved, the dispensary. You know, why, why go down the game route? What's uh, what's the yeah, purpose like, for that that piece of the roadmap? Okay, so before before coming to Solana, like the Stone Frogs actually launched in October. It was on Polygon. Okay, it was a collection of four thousand two hundred frogs that were divided into ten batches, four twenty each. Okay, so after like it was only made for fun. And one of the things in the roadmap was building this passive income game, a play to earn game where you plant your uh, your seeds and then when you harvest it you earn the token that was it that was the only utility in addition to the mystery box there was a mystery box as well so after the first batch the first 420 frogs sold out uh, like we we saw and and by then there were around 2000 members in the community and we said like oh wow okay we we managed to get 2000 members and the first batch sold out Let's take this more seriously. Let's let's renovate this. Let's make it more innovative, and let's add to the roadmap. So, so the game thing was just for fun. Like it, it was something we knew we knew like uh, we could have done easily, but it wasn't it wasn't our main goal. Like this is not something that we wanted to focus on. The main focus was building the brand, the cannabis brand, globalizing ourselves, and having uh, the cannabis dispensary spread worldwide. Of course, step by step, which will take a long time. We didn't want to remove the game, so this is why we left it. Okay, so when we jumped to Solana, we, we decided that the project could have a huge potential. So we added all the things we we wanted to add to the roadmap, but we left what was already there from in the beginning, which was the mystery box and the game. So this is why we 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 have the game to start with. You know what I mean? We didn't want to change uh, what we had. 
And the game now, we also like we also added to the game. It used to be a plant to earn game where you plant your seed, you harvest, and you earn more tokens. It's like staking in game. We added to it the fight version, the fighting battle, where you can play 1v1 or 3v3. Uh, you wager on your fight, you bet, and you uh, night, uh, winner takes 90%. 5% gets burned, 5% goes to holders. So this is also another uh, passive income that uh, holders will, will benefit from. That's a, um, that's just a tough market to break into, don't you think, like the, the cannabis market? I mean, um, even if we put aside all the, all the legal restrictions, I know that you are obviously allowed to sell the equipment, grinders and bongs and you know that, that sort of thing. Um, do, do you guys plan on sell, selling actual um, like buds, actual cannabis seeds, things like that? Yeah, on the, of course. Now, on the online store, you won't be selling any THC, definitely. And not all CBD products will be sold because depending on the legalities of countries. And some products, some items, we will restrict countries for not to be able to uh, buy them on the online store. But regarding the, the cannabis dispensary, we have uh, a strong legal team a team that has already built many cannabis clubs in the past in Spain. So uh, we're working with a good uh, team that will help us uh, branch out and start with Malta because she already st studied the whole model in Malta. It could be done with uh, using, a, not, with, not as a company, as a non-profit organization, but soon will be made as a company because rules will change, laws will change, Germany will follow, and then other European countries will follow, like a domino effect. So uh, it's not easy to build what we want to build because of all the restrictions, but, but we're getting there. We started, we're getting there. And uh, like, as you said, uh, regarding the online store bungs and most items will be accessible to everyone and it will be easy to sell. But CBD flowers, for example, no. CBD flowers is not something that could be sold. But oils, oils and resins and extracts and vapes, are something ca that uh, can be sold to many countries in Europe and in the US. So uh, there will be restrictions to some countries right. for okay. some items. Gotcha. And and, and yeah. this is not going to be restricted to your holders, is it? I mean, like a regular user can just come on and buy the, the, the merchandise from your website, correct? Uh, you're asking if anyone can buy? Yes. Yes, anyone, anyone can buy because we want to build a strong brand for everyone and our holders will be benefiting from the profits from the people who buy. So this will be exclusive for our holders because they will be getting 40% of the profits. Is that, is that profits? Is that, is, is that um, uh, re rewards from profits from, from the sales made by uh, uh, your token or... Or by like any sale, like even if it's like a, like a cash sale. No, even if we, we will start by selling through uh, stablecoin and Solanas. Some items will be uh, like exclusive for our token, but not all items will be for our tokens. Uh, sold through our tokens. Most items will be sold through Solana or uh, or uh, as a stablecoin. Right. Okay, so so yeah, so they get from these profits from the USDT, Solana, USDC. Like monthly, we can convert them all to Solanas and uh, and uh, split the profits uh, with our holders. Okay. Will you airdrop in Solana? 
Yes. Yes, okay. the airdrops will be in Sudan. Yes. Okay, that's good. Last one. We will also have uh, like an option to pay uh, by credit card, but this will be something for the future, not now. Like we will start with crypto and then we will uh, make the option for uh, online purchases through credit card. Who, who are the guys we were just talking about? That um, is it? Is, God, I'm forgetting the name. We were just talking about them. The guys that um incorporate um credit card payments. Um, Crossmint. That's it. That's it. Crossmint. Yeah. Um, you got you guys could actually work with them. Um, sure that would play. yeah, that would work perfectly, I think. Yeah, I'll, I'll write that down. And I'll see yeah. You don't know those guys yet? Uh, honestly, I don't. Oh, yeah, check them out. Okay, absolutely. We'll do it, definitely. Um, yeah. Um, uh, you, I, you guys also mentioned that you guys have, like, um, I, I know this is uh, fairly common and uh, it seems like the standard these days, but you guys also have, like, like an alpha alpha calls and things like that um in your chat who, yes. who does that do you guys have um hired alpha callers or do you guys just have like a dedicated team like in-house yeah yeah like like we hired we built gus he built a perfect team like uh, he already knew all the members that he hired so uh, we aim also to have one of the best DAOs in this uh, ecosystem so gus is taking care of that like he started around five to six days ago and already he built an amazing team alpha hunters alpha callers everything related to the DAO. we will be also of course making raffles soon and uh, like benefiting the holders as much as we can making uh, analysis the project manager will make uh, who already makes uh, amazing analysis on secondary and uh, payment projects so yeah you guys are um, I, I know Gus uh, dropped head uh, unfortunately, but you guys you guys should um uh, get in get in touch with me um once once this is done because we can actually provide you with a few tools that will help you out like an NFT portfolio and like an upcoming mint bots in uh, just for for your uh, Discord specifically so some talk about yeah of course of course we'll talk after this definitely for sure. For sure. Does uh does rarity play into anything other than just like optics and people wanting rare NFTs? Yeah, rarity will uh, rarest the rarest frogs will be able to earn more through staking, and then when we have mutations in the future, of course the mutated frogs will be we will have a deflationary mechanism where uh, you will be able to uh, buy a joint, and you'll have to have two frogs merged into one. So we want to try to reduce the supply, have a deflationary mechanism. The mutated uh, frogs will also benefit uh, more through staking by getting like multipliers. Same for the rare frogs. And then how big is your so, team of uh, stone frogs? We're five, five core mom, five core members. There's two founders. There's uh, me, Arky, and the Purple Wax. We have two developers, and there's the there's the artist. There's also Jordan, our Discord expert. He's amazing. So I consider our like we're six core members. When it started in the beginning, when it was only on Polygon, uh, like the team was very small, just two team of two but then when we went to solana we 
made the team bigger and we actually were all like childhood friends we all know each other from before it wasn't like i was going to search for new people or anything it was like i already knew who the team was once we started on solana we already knew who the team will be because we already knew everyone um but before we um finish up here um could you tell us a little bit more about the the mystery boxes and when they'll yeah. be coming out of course. So there will be four mystery boxes. The total of these mystery boxes will contain $120,000 worth of prices. Mystery box number one comes in two weeks. It will have $10,000. The next mystery box will be 20 days later, which will have $20,000. The next, another 20 days later, uh, $30,000. And the fourth will have uh, $60,000 worth of prices so uh, each mystery box will cost uh, flies a certain number of flies okay right now staking already started for uh, for flies flies as i said before doesn't have any monetary value it's only used uh, to uh, to open the mystery box mystery box number one costs 20 the second costs 40 third costs 60 and fourth costs 80 so when you stake your frogs and get your flies of course, depending on how many frogs you have, you will be gaining more flies. You can either choose to open your mystery boxes and gamble if you want, because of course it's going to be a gamble, or you can choose to, to keep your flies aside and then use them in the future to swap them with seeds. Seeds is our main token, which will have the monetary value, which will have an LP. So you, can, you have these two options. Uh, the mystery boxes will will include the prizes in USDC. Like for example, there's five thousand USDC inside. Like uh, uh, one hundred people will have will win two hundred uh, USDC. It, it has several prizes. There's also real life prizes like like PS fives, a Rolex watch, Apple watches, um, tickets to our reefer party. We will be having a reefer party soon as well, most probably in summer. Uh, these tickets, like uh, six people in total will win tickets and they all get a plus one. They will get free flight tickets, uh, hotel rooms and pocket money as well for our reefer parties. So, yeah, like, um, as I said, people will have the option to gamble and spend their flies to open the mystery boxes and get these amazing prices or just leave them aside and swap them later for for seeds. Um, have you guys already acquired some of these prizes, like um, specifically the the PS Five? Um, uh, um, because because I I have friends that I've been trying to get that for months, right? And it's just so difficult. So, is that something you're going to purchase uh, in the near future, or do you guys already have? Yeah, that? in in my in my country, we already spoke with the supplier who has them, and we'll be shipping in shipping them out from there. But we didn't purchase them yet because we give the option for people to either. Like, for example, if you win a PS5 and you don't want the PS5, we can just give you the cost of the PS5, which will be around 500 USDC. So you can just take the money instead. You understand what I mean? Yeah, so we're giving the option. I I don't realize um, you guys had some nice hookups in, uh, did you say Lebanon? Yes, Lebanon. Yeah, I, I don't guys, you guys, I don't realize you guys had some nice hookups for um, things like that in Lebanon. All right, fair enough. Yeah. All right, guys, thanks for coming up. Uh, we can kind of keep rolling. I actually just mint, I, mint, I just actually picked up one of your uh, NFTs. Uh, it was ranked 80 for like eight soul. So I grabbed it. Hopefully uh, you guys continue to build. I can be involved in this success. So let's go. Uh, are you talking about our NFTs? 
or you're talking with someone else yours yeah oh all right thanks man thanks man congrats yeah. and, and thank you brother i appreciate it yeah thank course. you guys okay um sorry did someone jump in there uh Cass, yeah, i was gonna say actually i have, DG, yeah. I have two stones i, I just want to know. love the project oh go, go dd you go first hey good morning by the way how you doing dd Doing good, Kay. I was just, I was just saying, I have two, uh, I have two stone frogs as well. Love, love. Yeah, I had a, go ahead. Thank oh, you. I had a question as well. Thank you, thank you, bro. Thank you, guys. Um, I actually had a question, stone frogs. Um, so you said in Malta, right? Um, that's actually where you're um, stationed at, basically. Yes, in Malta, because in Europe, uh, the easiest country to do it right now is in Malta. Some people okay. think it's in Amsterdam, some people think it's in Spain, but in Spain the laws are changing. In mm -hmm. Spain you can open your shop, you can open it, it's possible to open it, but like in the near future you never know if they come and close it. And we can't, ha we can't have that risk, we can't take that risk, especially to our holders. So uh, in Amsterdam, for example, you can't buy a new license, you have to buy uh, a license from someone like a franchise and these can cost around five million dollars to six million dollars which was also like impossible for us to do with the funds we've raised so malta yeah. i think the first the better option because it's much cheaper and it's doable and it's 100 percent legal and then germany is next once once we like we have a strong base and once we have enough funds to open another one we want to spread to germany and of course, we're thinking uh, of the U.S. as well. And this cause is where you can uh, help us, like as we spoke before. So, yeah, like we can, uh, we will speak in the near future when, when the United States turn comes. No, um, what I'm impressed with is actually um, how you've had, I didn't know that you had something for so many months planned. Like you could tell now, like talking to you. Like, you actually are very well prepared to execute for your holding. I actually like that. I'm, I'm going to look a little bit deeper now myself. Thank thank you for answering my question. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Thank you, everyone. All right, guys, let's keep rolling through. Um, and as always, we, uh, or at least for this week, we're presented by DG Labs. They're minting uh, in just a couple of days on May 5th with their intergalactic uh, pandas mint. So check them out, uh, combining... Um, the old world of physical art, which is still very lit with the digital world uh, and Web3. Uh, so they're really focused on uh, their art studio and real branding in, in Web3, uh, tied in with uh, exhibitions and auctions and all that cool stuff. So please uh, seek those guys out. All right, so we've got uh, Seat Labs and SoulSpot left. Uh, let's go over to Seat Labs. Super excited for what you guys are doing. Um, you know, I'm not a big fan either as like Pearl Jam of Ticketmaster and some of these big conglomerate uh, ticket, uh, I guess, companies over the past that have been kind of just gotten bigger and bigger the past 10, 20, 30 years. But you're focused on uh, event ticketing marketplace on the blockchain, NFTs at the tickets, which I find interesting, right? So you can trade those before the show and uh, royalties go back to the artist that 5 to 8%, whatever it may be. One thing you didn't mention that I think is interesting is you know, in the old world before digital tickets, people did want to actually keep ticket stubs uh, and put them on their wall or maybe keep them as a long term uh, investment. Maybe if you, hey, I went to the show back in Woodstock and like 50 years ago, someone would pay a premium for that stub. So 
maybe with the, the tickets being on the blockchain now, even after the show passes, it could be something that uh, can have value uh, in the, the years to, to come. You've got uh, the Seat Lab wallet that you're, you're focused on building out just to kind of really make it a better experience for people that are going to be leveraging your platform. Uh, you've got a token with tons of utility. Uh, some of that um, upholding the NFT ties in with royalties as well which I believe sits around 2.5% of the revenues uh, that are driven from the platform itself. And you see this as like a $10 billion opportunity. Uh, the ticketing market uh, globally, obviously, whether it's sports, you know, music, you know, et cetera, uh, could be a pretty interesting play. So uh, you are sitting on the near uh, blockchain, which is interesting. Uh, I think the platform is supposed to go live in July or August. Eventually it could be cross-chain as well, hopefully with Solana. Uh, we'll see where that goes. But that's kind of my understanding from a high level. I know it's been a while since you spoke. Anything that you would want to add uh, that would get people excited about what you guys are doing? I'm pulling him back up here. looks like uh, he got disconnected. So we'll give him a second. Just Yeah, 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 man. Sorry. For sure, man. Yeah, I think you pretty much covered most of what we're doing. We've also got some NFT membership cards out at the moment. So we've got Sapphire, Gold and Holographic. There'll be three tiers. So we sort of want to give people like lifetime access to certain things. So depending on the membership card, you'll get access to other perks with our partners. So we're going to be partnering with some big artists and events and you'll be getting like VIP access all areas with the membership cards, as well as some free merchandise and stuff like that. So we want to reward people that use our platform. But as you said, like we're going to make it easy for any artist or event organizer to easily go on start listing tickets which are all going to be nfts and and put them on sale within you know 10 15 minutes um with ticketmaster and eventbrite you know i come from the web 2 world because we, we've been building event software for five years now and if this prod product isn't at least two times as good as anything else no one's going to use it so i think nfts provide so much utility obviously everyone's been speaking today about all this new utility that people hold but a lot of normies they don't actually realize that like they just think they're just jpegs but it just makes so much sense for every single um, ticket to be an nft because as you said you've got that big long-term utility and you can get airdropped other things and and artists and event organizers can now see who are like the super fans, who are the people that have been going to the events. And also like when I first started minting NFTs, um, what really sort of stood out to me was the whole having your own wall. Like when Instagram first came out, you'd start posting pictures and you could add these filters. And at the time it was really cool because you just sort of showed off your personality and then with OpenSea come and you start buying all this art of things you like and you have this wall obviously with the huge board ape movement like it's a flex now to have one of them um so as you were saying like in the old days a lot of people would just put all their tickets on their wall but now you can just do that digitally you go to any show you buy the nft on our platform you'll have your profile page you can put your real name a fake name you know we're not going to be collecting any of that personal data as well but you can make your own like sort of web3 profile on our marketplace and then you and it will just show all the 
NFT tickets you own of all the shows you've been to. And also, you know, if you're a super fan or whatever, and you've been airdrop this cool, like, demo track or or like a little snippet of a music video or something people can then see that as well so it's just giving that you know fan much more of a reason to to buy tickets again because i mean it's, it's a horrible experience right now you know you go on to Ticketmaster, um you're trying to buy a ticket the touts and the bots come they just sweep up all the tickets um you're then having to try and get one somewhere else you're paying you know over extortionate prices and the experience is a negative one really um with buying tickets but we want to make it a, you know a positive experience so you go on you buy the ticket it's fair uh, and if you want to resell that you can sell that on the event page as well and then um yeah and it's just fair for everyone and another thing that we what nfts can do is actually add in ceiling prices as well so if you know you're a famous artist and you don't want people to be you know listing tickets for like a thousand dollars or something like that you can actually add that in for every single ticket type um which is another function that we're adding in as well as obviously the royalty splits and things like that so yeah it just makes total sense in my mind for every ticket to be an nft and and as long as every single sale happens on chain um it's just going to be a no-brainer so that's why we developed our own wallet because you see most of the wallets now you can easily transfer nfts to each other and every time that happens the original creator is not getting that royalty because you know i could send you an, an nft and then you could send me you know ten dollars in cash or in crypto in a separate transaction so we're trying to make sure we're going to allow the artist to turn transfers on and off and also we're going to allow them to turn off resales so you can either trade your tickets within the marketplace or you can transfer them but it's up to the artist to decide how that journey pans out for the fan or the user or anything like that as well so yeah i think we're really coming from like a problem solving side and and web3 is a huge speculative bubble at the moment and i feel like the projects that are going to stand the test of time are ones that are actually solving real world problems uh, and m most projects don't you know so we're coming from sort of a web 2 ticketing background um into web 3 with this sort of goal to make ticketing a fairer and more vibrant experience for everyone I, I love anything that disrupts Ticketmaster and, you know, potentially pushes them out of business. I personally go to quite a few events myself and I completely agree with you. They're horrible to deal with for all the reasons that you've mentioned above. Um, have, have you guys started um, signing up artists um, at, at this stage? Well, as we already own like a ticketing software, we do have a, a lot of artists and event organizers under us, so we will be onboarding a lot of them on the way. Um, so I think what we've got to do first is is prove the concept, right? So we, we're going to release it, um, obviously onboard anyone we can, but we have also started talking to some big names, but none of them are confirmed. So we are going to be doing a, a launch party and there will be one big name and I can guarantee everyone in this channel will have heard of them. So the membership card holders will automatically, well, I think the gold membership card holders will automatically get VIP entry to that show. Um, 
and then also we'll, we'll, we'll be doing a big push once that's announced. So hopefully in the next month or so, we'll have the artist lineup and then we'll just announce the launch party. And I think they're going to be one of our sort of like brand ambassadors as well. Um, so we're really going to go in on that. Well, I mean, I, I probably know the answer for this already, but uh, is there any chance you can give us some hint as to who um, some of the artists might be? I can't because it's not confirmed, but all I can say is you have definitely have heard of them um, and they've had many, many hits. So, yeah. You don't have to say the name. You can just like hum the song if you want. <laughs> no, 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 I can't. No, no, no. Until it's confirmed, until it's fully confirmed, I can't. But just keep your eyes peeled. Like, obviously, follow our Twitter and our Discord. Just, you know, you, 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 I promise you'll, you'll see it when it comes out because we'll be doing a big marketing push um, for that launch party as well. Right, that's fine. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> What do you think are the biggest hurdles to uh, success for you guys? Obviously, there are um, these big companies that are entrenched in the space. But, you know, if this doesn't work out, what do you think some of the reasons for that will be? It's onboarding the Web2, I'll just call them normies, for example. So through user experience, we need to make sure buying these NFT tickets are as simple as possible. So we'll be using stablecoin uh, as our main sort of um, currency to transact in. It will probably be USN, which is the near native stablecoin that's just been released. But also what we are working on is making sure people can buy directly with their card. Um, so we are looking at providers, the, the provider that was mentioned earlier today, we have been researching into them. They don't support near at the moment, but we do have a few alternatives so we were looking at moon pay it might be them it might be see someone else but yeah that's unconfirmed yet so i think that's the main hurdle is allowing people to um buy the buy these tickets and set up their wallet and not have to worry about you know swapping tokens and, and doing anything complicated if they can't buy their ticket within five minutes haven't won basically so we're, we're yeah, not going to do it right which is why it makes sense to have your own wallet and construct in place and then partner with like crossmint yeah exactly crossmint i mean they, they don't support near at the moment on their website so but you know well, that's why you should just go solana man just switch it up quick because uh <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be much more uh likely to succeed yeah no i think Solana's a great chain. We we really liked how Nier have like done the sort of mastered the sharding uh, mechanism, which is sort of what Ethereum's trying to go back and achieve now. Um, they've done this night shard, uh, nightshade sharding design, which is like a really cool thing if you read into it. But yeah, I mean we're open, but we are like well into development now. I mean we've been sort of as of like November last year, we sort of solidified the idea and then just building but as i said that there's been a lot of problems um that's that we've come across we've had to find a solution just to make sure like obviously making sure everything's on chain um because there's other things like people could just sell their private key right on a website and go well, i've got all these tickets here's the private you know like and do another transaction through that way so we're doing some clever things to lock lock the wallet to a device um, there, there will be a backup 
um, so that you know if they lose their phone or whatever they will be able to get their wallet back but we're just making sure we're trying to limit in every way we can to stop the ticket touts basically whilst obviously allowing people to easily buy tickets store tickets in their wallet and and stuff like that so all right well i'm excited for what you guys are doing yeah no we're, we're, we're really excited as well so i mean this might be the first project i gotta go that will be a catalyst for me going to figure out the whole nearest situation Oh, that's good to hear yeah yeah it's a cool it's a cool chain definitely i think we were going to develop on solana but it just it was just it was very close to be honest like between the two i feel like they are our favorite like our ones like definitely like solana and nia uh, in terms of like the tech the speed the performance and the cost per transaction it's um, it seems to be growing, growing, and I've I've been hearing about hearing about it more and more recently. So I'm interested to see how it holds up once the the transaction volume um, exactly. significantly. Yeah, because that's it. I mean, it, you get a lot of people sort of hating on Solana with the transactions, but it comes from a people talking from chains that have never been put under real stress as well. So I think Nia are yet to have as much you know um stressed sort of live stress testing as solana so yeah i, I agree like it'll be interesting to see how it all pans out for sure well nice one all right well best of luck to you guys i mean honestly um, yeah like, like i said earlier anything that disrupts second master and any other side like that i'm all for yeah thanks and thank you for having us man like you know there's been some great um projects um on today and it's just great to hear projects like um bringing out so much utility for nfts like feel we need to all educate people more on on the utility that nfts can provide you know certificates tickets membership passes you know all in just like as everyone says a jpeg but it's so much more isn't it so yeah um it's great to be with you guys today thanks for having us on Oh, oh, pleasure. And the, the fact that you guys are in the UK as well, at least the core team anyway, is obviously, for me, um, fantastic. I'd, I'd love to connect a little bit more offline and potentially uh, uh, meet up or something. I always love to uh, put some faces to these names. Yeah, we're, we're always up for uh, going for a drink and <laughs> whatever. So, yeah, just let us know, man. Follow us up. And, um, yeah, we'll, let's meet up. For sure. And, hey, um, you guys are big soccer fans as well, right? Football, mate. Football. Yeah, of course. I apologize. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I had a mate, you know, that he was, you know, he actually got me really into football. I mean, but he was, he used to play too. So it's like, but the kind of play he used to play is not the football I see on TV because he has like gashes on his head and stuff. And then I was like, bro, what kind of football was it that you played? And he's like, hey, mate, you know, what? You know, he, he speaks with, with a very strong accent, obviously. And he's like, when we play in the streets, we play hard. Like, you know, we play like, and I'm just like, yo, like, this is some serious stuff. But he actually showed me, like, how passionate, you know, you guys are with that. And, and, and drinking, actually. Because every time I was with him, I get drunk. But anyway, yeah, I just, I, I, those similarities with you guys, I bet you guys can actually pretty chill. Yeah. It's massive over here, of course. You, you should see, um, like I said, I'm in Liverpool at the moment, so you should, you should see the streets when uh, Liverpool's playing, especially in the last few days. 
it's just covered in people wearing like Liverpool tops. And, like it's taken very seriously over here. Those are all really like um, experiences, right? Like um, like the running of the bulls and different things that that people have to experience in order to actually feel it, right? Because it's like. I, I you can see it on TV, but it just really is not the same unless if you're there. You know, I, I can see the passion of those people, and I just love it. I love passionate fans like that. But anyway, um, let's continue. I apologize. I, I actually this this brings us to to an interesting question that I hadn't really thought of. Uh, um, are, are the are, are these uh, tickets going to be exclusively for like um music music events, or is it just like any kind of tickets, but like the sporting events also? Yeah, any ticket. So. We're inviting, you know, anyone, whether you're a sports club. Um, we're in talks with uh, a basketball team at the moment who want to sort of go into Web3 and make all their tickets NFTs as well. So, and there's so much utility, not just for artists, but, but for sports teams and everything to make NFT ticketing. So, as I said, they can see who their super fans are. They can allow, you know, meet and greets with the players if they hold a certain amount of tickets. You could get, you know, um, airdrop some other, like, you know, if they win a cup or something, they could get maybe airdrop. If you went to the final, you get, like, this NFT of, of, of like, a digital version of the, the cup that they won. Or, so there's, there's all sorts of different things that, you know, sports teams would also benefit from as well. And, and obviously the resale market as well, you know, it benefits all the industries, um, you know, festivals, comedies, uh, you know, comedy shows, conferences, sports teams, artists, anyone hosting an event is, yeah. So we're not trying to pigeonhole ourselves into one industry, you know. It's the same with our traditional ticketing platform. Um, we do, our, tra- our Web2 software, we do um, hospitality tickets for some of the biggest um, football teams in the world, like Barcelona and stuff like that. So, you know, we're familiar with all types of tickets and stuff like that so yeah that makes sense i mean um uh, from from my experience from what i've seen so far it seems like it seems like um bunch of um uh, bunch of clubs are getting into nfts and crypto trying to understand the whole space um like we even had a rangers football club i'm sure you're familiar with them um, approach us um you know talks of some collaboration this was like a while ago um so I'm, I'm sure someone like them would fit in very perfectly with with your platform I actually try and dig up their contact details oh yeah that would be that'd be super helpful if you could thank you oh, nice one. Yeah, all right guys yeah C Labs, thanks for coming up. Um, I'll keep Thank following you. the project, guys. Give them a follow as well. Take a look at what they're doing. Love to see them uh, be successful. I think, you know, a uh, nice utility play in the NFT space for sure. Uh, and a passive income play too if it's successful. Uh, the only thing is near, so you got to get on near and get that set up. Uh, when, is, when is the mint? So the project going live or? When, yeah, when do you guys mint? Um, what is in our, our membership cards? Well, the NFT. When do you have you minted the NFT already? We've got our NFT membership cards out, but with our platform, anyone can mint. You know, when our project goes out live, any artist can mint NFTs on our marketplace. 
So we're providing the tools for anyone to mint their NFT tickets. But we actually already have our NFT membership cards out. So they're available to mint at membership.seatlabnft.com. Oh, so you're currently minting, it sounds like, the, the initial, like the, the, the NFT that will have the like 2.5% royalty. That's live right now. So the 2.5% royalty will be to token holders. So it'll be like a reflection mechanism. So that's the platform split is for actually our token holders. Um, so the, our token will go live on the, I think it's on the 17th of May on Skyward, which is like an IDO. So anyone who buys a token will qualify for obviously our fee split. Um, but yeah, our membership cards is something different, which obviously gives um, utility on our platform, like free VIP tickets, merchandise, uh, and other things like that. Okay, got it. Cool. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks for coming up. All right, we got one more project uh, to get to here. Do you want to give a, a quick shout-out to our sponsors? Um, thanks so much for Laddercaster, who's actually minting out this week. They're the Mint of the Week on the 6th. Check them out. Uh, they're pretty well-known. They've been to... Uh, nine hacker houses actually uh, they were also awarded a, uh, an award by solana for number four in gaming and uh 100 game on chain and they got a pretty wicked following so check those guys out laticaster and then dg labs who's hanging out with us today as well they're minting on the fifth uh over five thousand uh five 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 i believe intergalactic pandas uh, kind of combining uh, the old world, the physical art with the digital art. And it's really a brand play, which is big in NFTs right now, especially in Solana. You're starting to see brands run pretty hard. So uh, check out the DG Labs guys who are minting on the 5th. Uh, with that, let's go to our last project who I'm excited to sit down and chat with. Thanks so much for your patience. Uh, that is Soulspot. Uh, Soulspot, you guys are uh, minting tomorrow, uh, 5000 offering. I don't know what the price is, so share that with us here in a second. But um, it's basically uh, a profile uh, on, on Web3 on the blockchain uh, that will also, uh, I think you can tie in your portfolio. So maybe you can link your wallets, people can kind of see um, maybe what you're buying, what you're selling, so on and so forth. But it's, uh, it's a great way to get uh, the community a snapshot of who you are uh, in Web3 without having to fully disclose yourself. Uh, the platform itself looks to maybe be launching in June. Uh, and there's going to be additional utilities and features kind of built out over time. Um, so excited for what you guys are, are doing. Maybe just share a little bit more of a, a refresh and then let's go deeper into uh, the build. Maybe if there's a set, is there like a passive income play for holders, so on and so forth. Uh, but I'll pass the mic over to you. Yeah. Uh, thanks for bringing us back up. Um, but yeah, so you said, so for the, the price of the NFT, it'll be 1.5 soul. And then we're also doing uh, around 300 or so uh, of the NFTs will be sold in dust on Magic Eden. Um, so that'll be equivalent to 1.5 soul roughly. I think we're looking at 50 dust, um, but we have to, you know, check again because, you know, dust and Solana are volatile. So we want to make sure they're as close as possible um, just so everybody's it's fair for everybody. Um, but yeah, so to kind of rehash what the platform is, right? And you did a great job of explaining it. Um, essentially, it's just a snapshot of your on-chain, like your pseudo identity, right? And so it's customizable and it automatically pulls a bunch of your on-chain activity and compiles it into one shareable profile. And that'll launch in, in June. 
and then continuously as we you know add more features it'll be iterating and essentially become more of a a social networking platform so i think the best way to look at it in the start it'll be more of like a link tree times an instagram but without the feed but then as we add more features uh it'll kind of shift more into a link tree or uh sorry uh, a linkedin slash instagram kind of uh platform and so to to rehash again uh what the nft is is it's a the image itself is a id card essentially of your pseudo identity and so weekly on sundays we'll be running a a script essentially that pulls your on-chain activity refreshes it and then creates a new image for you and so every week it's updated and it's it's uh it's a snapshot of your on-chain identity and so it has brief uh metrics on you know like what coins you hold um different badges different nfts that you hold that are more you know more popular more higher market cap uh as well as a qr code to your profile on the website and so the the end goal is that you know we're integrating these two together obviously because that's the end goal is it's all about creating your social identity or your on-chain you know solana identity um and so the nft will act as the premium tier with a multitude of different features and uh customizations and a lot of exclusiveness and, and access to the first features as well. So that's, you know, another summary of what we're doing. What were the other questions you had? Is there a, a passive income play for holders of the NFT? Yeah. So as of, as of, as of, uh, as of now, um, we're not doing staking um, just because, you know, we, I, I personally, I think staking is fantastic, you know, as a D God holder, like they've done a fantastic job in doing that. Right. And, you know, it's still going to improve, obviously, and, and keep adding more utility. But at the very start, you know, there's not really any reason for us to do it, aside from just, like, draining this LP pool if we did that, right? Um, and so end goal, you know, like, long-term, I think it could be a, a feasible solution to add in staking um, with a utility token. Because, you know, that's, I mean, that's what we want, you know, at the end of the day, like, seven months down the line when we have this platform, when we have this ecosystem, then you can introduce tokenomics, um, but until then, like it would just be kind of foolish to be honest, if we, you know, rushed in there, if we killed the tokenomics. Uh, so, but I mean, yeah, not in the start, but potentially down the line. So, uh, yeah, sorry, I mean, um, just w- one of the, the, the main, I guess, advantages of uh, using a platform would be to um, show off a little bit, you know, for, for a bit of a clout, I imagine, or would I be wrong to say that? Yeah, 100%. Like, so, of course, kind of like Instagram, it's all about status. It's all about flexing. You know, it's that's one of the main things, of course. And then the other side of it is, you know, it's telling a story about who you are. And so, and and the ideal situation is a lot of it, or all of it mostly, um, needs to be verified on chain, right? Just so people can't impersonate anybody. Um, people can't, you know, lie about what they've done, like what they hold, what projects they're in, what DAOs, um, you know, just stuff like that really is, is just trying to make the space more transparent and authentic. I got you. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, and I, I, I know that you're obviously trying to eventually, uh, bring people onto your own uh, social media platform uh, as you build this, but before you do that, how easy, um, um, will it be to integrate it into other platforms, more specifically Twitter? You know, is it is it like you mentioned? It'll be like Linktree, where um, 
So what, what, how is it going to work exactly? Like, what, would I be able to just post a link in my bio and people click on that and then they see all my credentials? Or what's it like? Yeah, and so as far as integration, obviously, you know, Twitter's not going to work with us, but we can work with Twitter's API, right? And so already on, on Solana, you can verify your Twitter and store it on-chain. Um, and so what we can do with that is then we can pull your data, uh, if you would like, obviously, and we can pull your most recent tweets. Uh, we can, you know, followers, blah, 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 blah. Um, and we can combine that, and that can essentially be, like, one of the widgets that you can choose to display on your profile. And, you know, that's one example, right? But then when we open it up to more platforms or more collaborations, more partnerships with these other Web3 companies, right, um, then you can really build, you know, a really custom, really unique, um, you know, profile or, or, you know, your own personal space in the in the Web3 that really tells a story about who you are, right? And so Twitter could just be that first step. Okay, I got you. Yeah, sounds cool. Um, yeah, I've been playing around with it and... Um just the demo that you have up um, up in your site right now and it, it looks quite cool as it is uh, i look forward to seeing the evolution hey soul spot so um and this is a question i usually ask more often but haven't asked it today to anybody else but how do you uh foresee your project driving revenue to keep this thing afloat over time that's a great question, right? And so, you know, obviously, you know, your cop-out answer is you have the mint, you have secondary, right? And so uh, I'll briefly touch on that. Like, obviously, secondary sales, because this is like the premium tier, right? You know, that'll be kind of like a small but passive income, right? That's not the end goal, because obviously, as a business, you need more ongoing revenue, right? Um, so the, the base model is the freemium with the NFTs, right? Um, but then on top of that, we're building more. And so one of the things that we can do is, right, so you have the people with the NFTs, but then you have, you know, your your freemium users, right? Um, and so what we can do is we can have unique features or customizations as well that can be purchased, you know, one-off, um, whether it's with a token or whether, you know, like once we add in tokenomics, right? And that can be another source of revenue. But honestly, one of the big things that we'd really love to explore, you know, being that we're, a social, you know, you, you might think we're more B2C, right? But we love to explore the B2B area and try to onboard these projects uh, and, you know, charge some sort of fee to, you know, have their their um, their platforms be integrated in some way. So that way they get more exposure Our whole or our users get, you know, the ability to, you know, inter interact with their platform and, and show off their stats there. So those are just a couple of the ways that we're looking into different revenue models obviously with the, once we have you know a tokenomic structure implemented within seven months or so that'll be another great way uh the last thing i would say that we would love to explore would also be promotions right and so i personally don't really care for facebook and you know their the monetization strategies because that's just not really something that i vibe with um, but what we'd love to do is we'd love to explore the ability for projects or individuals to promote their stuff on the explore page in a more, you know, broad uh, approach. So, but yeah, definitely good question. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not totally against what Facebook does. I'm not a big Facebook person, but I know like there's some unique brands like direct to consumer brands that will advertise on there that would be hard to uncover if it wasn't for them advertising through that venue. Um, but yeah, I mean, it would that that could be another way to, to drive revenue for you guys for sure is yeah. like uh, the community with 
brands and some other Web3 related or non-Web3 related uh, companies uh, that would have interest in, you know, getting more exposure to those that use this interface. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the end goal is just, you know, bringing people in and giving them a place that they're familiar with where, you know, like all the metaverse stuff is amazing. Like that's where it's going to go eventually. But in the short term, most people are going to be more comfortable, you know, consuming their information on, you know, a more traditional web application slash mobile application. And that's just kind of what they're going to be comfortable with in the short, short term. And we're trying to fill that gap. So if I don't have the NFT, when will I have access to this? Is it sometime mid to late summer? Yeah, yeah. So we haven't, you know, finalized the timeline, but it can be assumed sometime in July, yes. Essentially, it'll be, you know, the beta test, as I mentioned, and we'll get a lot of good feedback as well, and they can start using it. Uh, it'd be, you know, those first um, early adopters. I guess the only concern that I have, I mean, I like what, what this structure and what you guys are building and I'll use it. Um, like the concern I have is like, if I emit the NFT, you know, I'm not sure if I'm that excited about having early access and some of the widgets that will go into it unless it become like a power user, right? Then that may make sense. But I just, I'm like, what do you think will drive the long-term increase in value of, of, of this NFT? Yeah. And so we've kind of explored different ways of, you know, we're not approaching it right now, but ways to allow for multiple, like if someone has multiple of the same NFT or of, of the NFT to give them, you know, varied uh, features, whether it's for promotions or for tokenomic structures. Um, in the short term, you know, we're really trying to give more value in the way that you can share, um, you know, your, your snapshot, your, your card. Um, yeah, but that's, that's definitely something that we're really trying to nail and work out. So that way the cards, the NFTs themselves, these, these tiers, they do have real value and it allows us to also scale with the normal user as well. So that way they're not left with no, no features, no widgets. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's a tough balancing act yeah. and we're exploring it to make sure for the long term, yeah, it has enough stability and it has enough, you know, draw for people to come in and still use it without the NFT. Yeah, I think you know something along the lines of like, yeah, like the your image of you know if someone looks you up in the system, like it just looks a lot cleaner maybe than those without the NFT. Not a lot, but just there's some things that like visually are, are more appealing. Yeah. Um, and then you know maybe some other kind of unique utility that comes along with it. And I don't know what that would be, but you know that would definitely drive interest if it if it becomes something that people have interest in. Maybe like you know when. Um, like for Twitter, for example, like if I go through my feed, everyone's kind of the same, right? But what if there was a second level where like people stuck out in certain ways, you know? As I kind of went down, some of these uh, tweets were highlighted differently because of how much they paid Twitter. I don't know if that's good or bad, uh, but maybe there's some way if you're an NFT holder, like somehow you stick out a little bit more versus the, the, the rest, right? So as far as folks wanting to kind of share the picture of who they are, but also just the, the experience that people have when they come to their page or check them out, it's just a better experience, something to think about. Yeah, 100%. And at the end of the day, like, we're building a platform. We have, you know, the ability to do whatever we want with it, right? And so we are flexible in that way, and we can just really continually add more more features, more customizations, more, you know, not, or, uh, more value 
for those that do hold the NFT. So making you know their account stick out in in, multi, in a multitude of ways is definitely one way we could do that. And there's probably some other kind of partnership opportunities for you and some of the other projects, like that you can kind of tie in their utility or their value somehow onto your platform that is worth digging into. Yeah, definitely. Are any other could be any other questions for Soulspot from your end? You uh, me? Well, I was asking Koopy. Koopy, any other oh, questions okay. you may have? He may have stepped away. Okay, cool. So, I know my Wi-Fi keeps cutting in and out, so hopefully I'm not uh, coming in unclear. But let's do this, guys. So, we've been in two hours. It's a long show. Uh, seems to always continue to go this long, which is great because we want to spend time with each of the projects and go deeper. Uh, but we can go to the house just went out. Um, so maybe uh, I might get cut off here in a second. You got you getting cut off. Yeah, you're rugging a little bit. Yeah, DG Labs, I, I didn't even get to see actually. Um, the them bears are looking sick, by the way. Oh, thank you, man. They they are. Thank you. Yeah, I didn't get. It. I, <laughs> I just want to announce real quick because we're doing a uh, whitelist giveaway spot. Hop in our Discord. Did I rug? No, oh, you're there. I was just yeah, announcing the, the whitelist no, yeah. giveaway. Go ahead, move over. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, you're now we can. Yeah, you're good now. Yeah. You you rugged for a good ten seconds. Yeah, the power in my house just went out, so it's all dark in here. But um, I'm good to go. You yep. are good. Okay. Yeah, so I'm not on 5G. I'm on light, so hopefully it comes in. All right, guys, let's go to final round. So this is the Morning Mitch Show. Koopy and I hosting the show. Uh, thanks so much for, for jumping on. Uh, this is recorded. We'll be live for the next 30. The bridge between physical and digital they are about building their Yo, man, you're you're rocking, bro. Yeah, he, he's rocking pretty bad. It's okay. Um, so, um, I just while while Moon's trying to fix his um connection there, uh, I, th I think what he was trying to get to was the the final rounds. Um, so I, th I think we can get started on that. Um, uh, we, we can get started with uh, why not? Uh, if, you can, if, you can, if you guys can give us a quick like rundown of uh, your projects, uh, like 60 seconds really, just the key highlights because the room turns over quite a bit and we get new listeners all the time. So they may have missed um, the, the Q&A and your intros. So just a quick 60 second of what your projects are about before we close out here. Um, and we can start off with um, the, the stone frogs and uh, move on to the others. So stone yeah. frogs. Okay, so uh, we're a collection of 8,400 NFTs coming to take over the cannabis industry and help against the fight for the legalization of marijuana. We're a long-term project. We have a long-term vision. We plan everything ahead before time. We uh, like our... Our plans take like eight months and nine months to, to achieve from now. 
So uh, for all our holders, just uh, be patient with us. We will deliver step by step. And uh, we hope to build and globalize our brand. And thank you. Brilliant. Thank you guys so much for coming on. And uh, best of luck with everything that you're working on. Appreciate thank you. you. Thank you so much. We appreciate you all. Of course. And uh, just to mention, we were also um, joined by a few other projects, projects on here that um, weren't able to stick around until the very end, uh, like uh, uh, Block Assets and uh, uh, C Labs. But you can, of course, check out the recording of this show um, once we wrap up here. Um, it'll, the link will be posted on Moon Roving's uh, Twitter, and I'll also retweet this as well. And you can have a look at that. Um, uh, with that, uh, let's go over to um, Salzburg. I know we were just uh, talking right now, but if you can give us a quick highlight of um, what it is that you're working on. Yeah. Um, sorry if I'm, I'm walking and it might be a bit windy, but so essentially what we're doing is we're building a social identity platform that combines your Web3, combines your Web3 identity, you know, all into one specific spot, right? And so it's shareable. Uh, and it's you can find anybody else if they have activity on the Solana blockchain. Um, and at the same time, we have a five thousand coll- uh, a collection of five thousand NFTs coming out. I think May third tomorrow, obviously uh, at three p.m. UTC. And so these NFTs are the premium tier for the platform that we're releasing in June. And the exciting and unique thing about these NFTs is that they update weekly. And it's essentially a ID card that's a snapshot of your on-chain, yeah, on-chain identity. 